One of the blessings uh, in my life has been able to be trained to be a private pilot. At my first parish, one of my parishioners was a, a flight instructor and invited me to get involved with the Air Scout Explorer Post in Topeka. And as part of that, I learned how to fly. And as you might notice in most airplanes, uh, there are two seats for pilots to sit. The, normally the, the, the pilot flying is in, in the left seat, but in, uh, there's also the right seat and there's two sets of controls so that either seat can be the pilot. In fact, in the big airplanes, regularly it's, it's either or. There's the pilot flying and the, the pilot not flying. This, this comes in really handy when you're learning how to fly because that means me who had never flown can sit in the left seat as the pilot uh, and my instructor can be in the right seat, which is really good because he knows how to fly and I don't. Uh, so, you know, you learn how to take off. That, that's nice. But then I can turn to my flight instructor and say, I don't know how to land. Can you do that? And it's, it's nice because he can. As they say in flying, uh, takeoffs are optional, but landings are mandatory. After you've taken off, you're going to come down one way or the other. So it's good that you have a flight instructor. And, you know, you start by learning basic things like how to keep the plane level in the sky and then how to turn gently. And, you know, after you've learned the, the basics of flying, though, you start to practice what happens when things go wrong, what we call emergency procedures. So eventually you get good enough where you're flying around. I'll be flying nice and level like this is easy. I'm getting the hang of this. And my flight instructor will reach over and just turn off the engine. He's like, now what you gonna do? You just lost your engine. I'm like, I know, why'd you do that? Like, all right, what are you gonna do? And so you practice this, you know, so that you can see, all right, I just lost my engine. Um, is there an airport in sight? If you're a small airplane, no. If you're at 40,000 feet in a big airplane, you can probably glide somewhere. If you're at 7,000 feet in a little airplane, probably not gonna be just a, runway down there somewhere. So probably what happens if you lose your engine, uh, you're gonna look for a spot to land because contrary to popular belief, if an airplane loses its engine, it does not fall out of the sky like a rock. Okay, you just become a glider. So you're not gonna go up, but you can go down gently, gracefully even. And so if I lose my engine or my flight instructor turned it off, I'll start looking around. Okay, where's a nice field? Okay, there's a nice one. Nope, that has a herd of cows in it. Don't wanna, don't wanna hurt the cows. And so I'm gonna look and say, okay, there's one that doesn't look like there's any fences or I'm trying to avoid power lines. You make do with what you got, but you know, it's not the end of the world. I am going to find a place to land. But the most important thing that you are taught when anything goes wrong in the airplane, maybe it's not as serious as losing a, an engine. Maybe it's just that the door popped open or you know something like that. The, the phrase that every flight instructor will repeat over and over, no matter what happens, fly the airplane. Fly the airplane. Those three simple little words. But you would be amazed how when something goes wrong, a new pilot especially will panic. Oh my gosh, what's going wrong? And, and they'll start to be like, I, I, should, I should call air traffic control and, and tell them I'm in trouble. And by the time you've done that, you've probably flipped your plane upside down because you're panicking because the door popped open. So don't panic. If things start to go wrong, fly the airplane. Okay, then you can start to maybe diagnose what's going wrong. You can pull out a checklist in an emergency and say, okay, uh, I've, I've got a loss of oil pressure. What can I do? Or my fuel pump went out or... 
Maybe my engine did go out. Maybe I can restart it. But the first thing you have to do is just keep doing the right thing to make sure the airplane stays right side up and it's not going to hit something. You know, it doesn't do any good to fly into a mountain while you're trying to fix a light that went out. Fly the airplane. It's the number one rule in any emergency. You might have seen this. Uh, Captain Sullenberger, Sully, who famously landed the, the jet in the Hudson River. People were amazed when they saw that movie about how calm he is. It's like, ah, we just had a bird strike. We just lost our right engine. If, if he had announced to the passengers, um, yeah, we've just lost both our engines. The average person is going to be like, oh my God, we're all going to die. That's why pilots don't normally announce, hey, we're all going to crash, um, by the way. But most people would just start panicking and going, but Captain Sullenberger is just like, ah, we've now lost both engines. Um, he's looking around. Can I make it back to the airport? Uh, negative. Can't return to the airport. Uh, what about Teterboro? Uh, no big buildings in the way. Can't go there. And he's just so calm. Um, what do I have? Mm, looks like we're going to be in the Hudson. Uh, Tower, we're, we're going to be in the Hudson. We'll, we'll catch up with you later. And then, you know, just as matter of fact as ever, just, I'm just going to land in the Hudson River because that's all I got. And that is not a sure bet, by the way. I mean, things hang off airplanes, and there's just as likely you're going to land in the water, and it might just go tumbling all over the place if a wing hits wrong. So, but he's just so calm. Why? Because he had a flight instructor that probably every now and then just said, okay, Sully, you lost your engine. Now what you're going to do? He's like, okay, well, first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to fly the airplane, which he did under pressure. Like, where am I going to land? It's New York. This is a bad deal. No, no fields. Uh, a river. That's what I got. Got a river. And he just did it. Fly the airplane. I, I bring that up today in light of our readings. There is a connection here. Because we, we have both in the first reading and the gospel a case of these, these widows. And oftentimes, the, the way we interpret these scriptures is, look at these, these widows who were willing to, to give all they had. Like this, this widow in the first reading, you know, she's got nothing left. But she's willing to give to Elijah when he comes. And the, the widow in the scripture has nothing, but she's willing to, to put her little two coins in the treasury. And so often we, we look at this as like, isn't that incredible generosity? They give all they have. And that's, that's certainly one way to look at it. But in light of all the airplane nerd stuff I just gave you, some people out there are like, oh, that was cool, Father. Other people are like, what the heck? Why airplane nerd stuff? Here's, here's why the airplane nerd stuff. Because I would propose that maybe another way to look at these widows is that even though they were down to the last that they had, that their, their lives look pretty bleak, they kept doing the next best thing. They, they kept flying the airplane, so to speak. What, the widow in our first reading, she's literally got one meal left. She is certain that she is going to die. This plane is going to crash. What is she doing? Well, she's not sitting around sulking. She's not running around screaming either. Oh my gosh, we're all going to die. What's she doing? She's like, all right, what do I got? I've got one meal left. All right, I'm going to cook that meal. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get some sticks. I'm going to cook that meal, and it's going to be the best meal I ever made. It's going to be our last meal, and then we're going to die. It's pretty calm. She kept doing the next best thing that she could do. What, what else could she do? Well, one thing I can do is I can cook this last meal. If I'm down to the last meal, by golly, I'm going to cook it. She 
flew the airplane. She's going to fly it right until it crashes into the ground. The widow in the, the gospel today, it appears that she is down to her last two coins. Jesus says she gave all she had. If you've got two coins left, think about why is it that this widow would put them in the treasury at the temple? Well, it's probably because she just kept doing what she's always done. What control does a widow have that has only two coins left? Well, she's in control of what she does with those two coins. And I'd like to imagine that maybe, I mean, she's a widow. That means when she had her husband, maybe, maybe they were well off. Maybe they were, maybe they were one of the wealthy people who every week went to the temple treasury and they were the ones who put in large sums. I bet any widow that goes to the treasury with her last two coins had developed that habit over a long life. What is she, why is she at there at the end? Because that's what she does. She's been there when she had a lot of money and put it in the treasury. Now she has hardly any money, but she's gonna keep doing the next best thing. As Father Mark often says when we're talking about stewardship renewal, you know, 10% is 10%. This, is, this has been a hard year, so maybe, maybe there's a lot less money to go around, but 10% is, you can still do that. And this widow probably just got in the habit of her whole life of being generous, and now she's down to the very end. What's she gonna do? Fly the airplane, just keep doing what she was doing, put the two coins in the treasury and let God take care of it. I think that is so important for all of us in our our spiritual life because we are pretty good about getting by when everything goes well. When, When it's a clear blue sky, the airplane is handling great, I can just put it on autopilot, take my hands off, look out the window and say, eh, this is nice. No flight instructor there to keep turning things off. Just enjoy it. But when things go wrong, and sometimes they go really wrong, that's when, that's when we really have to put our, our spiritual worth in there and really hunker down and fight. And you don't fight by doing extraordinary things in emergencies. You just keep doing the right thing. That's what Captain Sullenberger did. He didn't do anything extraordinary. He just did what he was trained to do over and over. So maybe you're feeling like one of these widows where everything has just gone wrong. It seems like your plane is going down and there's nothing you can do. You know, maybe you've, you've lost your job, you've, you've tried, it just seems like nothing's working. What is the one next best thing you can do today? Maybe you get up and you're just like, all right, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna worry about the whole future. Today, what can I do? I'm gonna get out of bed and I'm gonna attempt to make one more job application. I'm not gonna worry about tomorrow or the next day or the next day. Just today, I'm gonna do the one next best thing I can do. Maybe your, your marriage has fallen apart. Maybe you're alone. Maybe someone has died. What, what can I do? Life seems to be just falling apart. I'm gonna get out of bed, I'm gonna make breakfast. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do what, I'm gonna make my bed. There's a whole book about it. I feel like there's nothing I can do. Just get up and make your bed. That's, that's one thing to start. I know I, in my life, have often experienced, like, I, I like vision. I like to know where everything's going. I've got a plan, and then the plan just gets all shot up. And it's like, pfft, now what? I, I am one that tends to wanna to just sulk and say, it's all gone wrong now. I'm just gonna stay in bed. It's easy to give into depressive kind of thoughts. But no, I have to say, what is, what is the one next best thing I could do? I'm mad at God, I don't wanna pray. But I get up and there's my prayer book by my prayer chair. All right, 
I don't know if I'm gonna be able to pray all day, but I'm gonna make, I'm just gonna pray for a little bit. And that's the one next best thing I can do. Whatever you're going through, maybe it's something at school. Maybe you've failed every test this year. All right, well, maybe I'm gonna try one more time. How can I just study for this next test? Or all my friends are giving me trouble. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try one more time. Whatever it is, fly the airplane. If, if it looks bad, okay, maybe it is. Maybe the airplane is going down. I don't know, it could. But as pilots, we never talk about crashing. Airplanes do not crash, okay? As long as there is a pilot to fly that airplane, we are gonna fly that plane to the very last minute. We don't talk about crashing, we talk about uh, off airport landings. That might be the Hudson River, it might be a nice pasture, it might be flying right into a mountain because that's all there is. If all you've got is to fly an airplane into a mountain, do it looking good. I'm gonna make sure the wings are level. I'm gonna have the plane under control. I'm gonna put on my captain hat straight and like we are going into the mountain and we're gonna look doing good. You need a drink? All right, we'll serve drinks while we do it. You know, do it good. And maybe, maybe just maybe, it's not the end. Maybe a miracle happens. Elijah shows up like in our first reading, maybe. Or maybe it's just, it's not as bad as you think. And by doing the next right thing, maybe you get through that one. And then maybe the next right thing and the next, and pretty soon you've, you've gotten by and maybe the crisis ends. It happens all the time. My flight instructor turns off the engine, but it can restart. We turn it back on. So just fly the airplane. Whatever you're going through right now, just know God sees it. It's hard. It can be really, really hard. There are serious, serious problems that could go wrong with our, our little airplane. But it doesn't help to just sit in bed and say, well, I guess I'm gonna crash. Or to run around screaming, it's all going wrong, oh no. Just fly the airplane. Whatever you're going through, I pray for you. We're all coming out of COVID trying to get by. It's all a mess. There's plenty of ways to say the airplane is broke. Okay, it's okay. What's the next best thing you can do? Small, whatever it is, whatever you're going through, whatever's wrong with your airplane, keep going. Just like my flight instructor always told me, fly the airplane.